so drinking plenty of fluids is important. That's not difficult. If you're That's... not some, you know, somebody who loves water, add a bit of lemon or, you know, a lime or cucumber or something to it. Just to... That's definitely something I'm, I'm guilty of. Like I definitely don't drink enough or at least not all throughout the day. There are moments during my days where I realize, oh, I haven't drank anything today. So maybe I should force myself to drink, but I just drink it once and then I don't drink anymore till the next morning. You know, I still don't know how to feel about the fact that my body doesn't require it much. Even when I'm active, even when I work out, I don't drink as much as my friends when they work out, for example. I don't know what the reason is for that. And I guess it's just me, but when I don't know why I'm doing something, I usually don't tend to do it, you know, <laughs> in, in continuity. And another thing is, I've heard that when you eat a lot of fruits and vegetables, you're already hydrating through that. And so maybe your body needs less fluids. What do you think about that? Do you have any information to share about that? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's a good point. There's a lot of things like, again, like cucumbers and different fruits and vegetables that are filled with, you know, fluid. But the bottom line is, at least for our own sakes, like for example, I get a headache if I don't drink enough water. That's a physical manifestation saying to me, hey, I need more water. Or right. some people get increased thirst. Same idea. For some people, they say, well, that's too late. You needed to hydrate before that. Mm. I say, mm. just go ahead and get some water in, you know, however you can. But it's, it's very akin to, or very much like taking a vitamin, let's say, for example, like mm. vitamin D3, which I mm. absolutely love. I take it, I don't feel any different, but I know it's doing my body good. So it's the same How thing in your case, you know, like you may not necessarily think that you need that water, but our body is made up primarily of water, fats and different things. But in order to really hydrate ourselves, and as we age too, we notice some differences there, but in order to really hydrate our bodies as a whole and ourselves, drinking that water, and I would suggest for you to try this, just try an experiment. Grab a 16 ounce water bottle and then just try to keep it uh, filled all day. Meaning that you have to drink it, you know, you drink it down and then you realize, oh, it's empty, I gotta fill it again. And use that as your marker. Just see what that does and give yourself a week of doing that. And if you find that you drink one of those a day, okay, aim for one and a half the next day or aim for two the next day. And it, it does not have to be, you know, you have to drink a gallon, TK, and that's unacceptable if you don't. You know, just try it with that water bottle and just see what it does in a week for you. If you don't notice a difference, that's okay as well, but you're feeding your body with that proper hydration. And it does so many things, even downstream effects in the body, but it certainly nourishes the cells in our bodies. Dehydration can really wreak havoc on our digestion, on how things are metabolized through our bodies, certainly on keeping us regular. It, that's important too, um, mm -hmm. but proper hydration can help with that as well. So a whole host of things, and it's just worth a shot. It's not that difficult. Just grab that water bottle yeah. and just try. Absolutely, I would love to yeah. try that. I feel like <laughs> it's 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 always good to have a marker too. It gives you a way to, to see your progress. But back to what you said about vitamin D3, I was just gonna ask you a simple question. How many UIs do you recommend a day? All right, so this can be a tough one because everybody's a little different. What I love about medicine, so I'm a functional and integrative medicine specialist. So I look at everything from, you know, pharmaceuticals to water, like we were talking about, and right. how important all of it is. 
So, but what I look at is an individual. So if I'm in the Northern hemisphere, so this time of the year until the spring, there's less and less sunlight. Right. And so that option for me to get it on my skin is a little bit less or get it through mm -hmm. my skin, I should say. So I take personally 5,000 international unit. And in some cases, especially way down in the winter, I'll take 10,000. But some people, again, and I always recommend that you talk to your doctor about this because they'll be able to help you dose appropriately for what you need. Some people take in a thousand international units a day and that's perfectly fine for them. But because I don't see the sun as much, I stick around that 5,000 a day. And then in the middle of winter, then I'll pick up and, and potentially use that 10,000 and then I'll bring it back again to five. One of the keys as well, TK, and a lot of people don't talk about this, is cycling on and off of these supplements. Mm. So a lot of folks will say, nope, I can't miss my supplement. Well, I say that's okay, that's fine, but let's try this. Let's try and take a bottle of D3, let's say, for example, vitamin D3, mm -hmm. and finish it. And then let's not take it for a week or two weeks. And mm. then let's go on again. You know, give your body just a little break, get out in the sun, you know, get a little bit. And I don't mean staying out there and getting tan. That's not the idea here. It's, you know, 10 minutes trying to get some good vitamin D right. and then get back on the supplement if you so choose or if you and your doctor have chosen. Too often we stay on these things and we don't really give our bodies a little bit of a break and then get back on. So I call that cycling. You'll, you'll hear that and read that in the literature as well. And I just think it's a nice way to reset our bodies and then get back on track. Interesting, super interesting. Thank you for sharing that. I, I still have one more question about vitamin D3. Sure. What are the risks of taking too much vitamin D3? I mean, when I say too much, I mean, not excessively much, but if you're taking 10,000 and you don't need as much, probably because you've gotten enough sun in the day or in the week, what does the body do and how does it react to it? Good question, and that's important, and I'm glad you, you brought that up because we need to talk about that. Too much is not always a good thing. Exactly. It, it doesn't matter, even eating cake. <laughs> right, know, right, right. Too much is not a good thing. But when it comes to how our bodies deal with too much of something, you can even take in too much vitamin C, you know, at a time. So always keep in mind that you're looking for that, you know, that happy medium for you. Mm. And so that's why I always say, talk to your doctor, work with your doctor, get some tests done, see where you fall in the continuum of where is my vitamin D level at? You know, you can test for minerals and other vitamins. And, you know, these aren't always conventional tests. And so a lot of doctors that aren't in the integrative and functional space may say, ah, you don't need that. Or I don't mm. know much about that. Let's do this. Exactly. But most of them do know about vitamin D. So that is something, have that tested and then assess accordingly or address accordingly. So we assess with the test and then we address with supplementation as your healthcare provider, you know, recommends. And so what happens in the body if we take on too much, and you'll see that with everything, food, alcohol, supplements, whatever, our body ends up getting into a point of where it's, it feels very toxic. Now, again, you may not necessarily feel it, but let's say Thanksgiving in the US here is coming up. And so mm -hmm. let's say you eat way too much food. You're not used to eating that, but everything looks so good. So you want to try everything. And I get it. It's one of those things. Mm -hmm. But you know that feeling you get after you've pushed the limit right. and your body's like, oh, you can't eat another bite. 
that is kind of a, a state of toxicity for your body in that it's not able to process and metabolize that food as easily as it could with a smaller meal. So take that same concept. Everything has to go through our livers. Almost everything has to be metabolized through our liver. So you're taxing the liver every time you put something in your body in excess. These supplements, let's get back to vitamin D. Mm -hmm. If we take on too much, vitamin D is a fat soluble vitamin, meaning that it can build up in the fat in our bodies and kind of take up residency there. What we need is, is we need to have that constant shuffling of that vitamin D mm -hmm. once it's used through the liver and then out of the body. And so if you start to build that up, you can well appreciate how much harder it is for the liver to then have to, you know, metabolize and get rid of those substances. And so that's where I caution, you know, I do those international units for me and I've consulted with my doctor on that. You know, this <laughs> isn't just me going, mm, you know, I'm a, I'm a doctor too, I can do this. I have my doctor, I have her look at my labs and say, all right, this is what I suggest to you. So toxicity or an, um, an overabundance of a substance in our body, water is another thing. You know, we can drink too much water as well. That's why mm -hmm. I say pace yourself, you know, throughout the day. So to answer your question, toxicity or that buildup of excess can be something that we can struggle with. It can make you feel really lethargic, um, brain fog, where we're not mm -hmm. thinking clearly. Mm -hmm. um, it can also make you feel nauseous, maybe just not yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and then on the far side of toxicity, it can make you very sick, you know, and, and again, typically if you follow the recommended, you know, um, allowances or what your doctor has mentioned, you should stay within that healthy range. So, but there's a lot of things to look for, for toxicity. Now, really back to the water part, water nowadays is you know, filtered and the minerals in it are taken out and put back in. And there's a whole system for it to be at least drinkable. Um, what we tend to do, what many people tend to do is use those carbon filters in their homes to filter the water to make sure it's, it's pure. And then they add some other things to it for it to help with hydration. Correct me if I'm wrong, but if the water you're drinking has no minerals, it's not going to hydrate you. You can drink as many gallons as you want. The body will not be able to retain it. Is that correct to say? So it's you're on track. And, and okay. this is one thing I'm learning as well. And most of it is coming from this challenge that I'm doing. And that is when we talked about the fact that this challenge requires a gallon of water throughout the day. Mm -hmm. One thing that I'm learning is that exactly what you just said, Drinking a gallon of water a day for some people may be wonderful. And that may be exactly what their bodies need. And, and you'll know that your body mm. will tell you, your body doesn't lie, you know. But there are times that people will need to have electrolytes and minerals or remineralization right. Right, of our right. water. That's the word. Exactly. In order for your body to really take it in. And that, that makes perfect sense because you drink a lot of water, it starts to potentially change. And when I mean a lot, I'm not saying, I look, keep looking at my water bottle. I'm not saying, you know, you drink a couple of those a day and all of a sudden now you're completely out of, you know, alignment with your body. It's not necessarily true. What I mean by a lot of water in some cases would be four, five, you know, six, whatever of those water bottles without thought of electrolytes. And electrolytes include things like sodium, chloride, you know, potassium, calcium, you know, there's all these minerals 
that are very important for the way our body functions. It's like going to mop your floor in your kitchen and then just flooding the floor with water. Instead of doing it where you take a little bit on the mop and it, you know you mop your floor, mm. same idea, you put a little bit of minerals, you kind of remineralize the water. I use some of those electrolyte packets once in a while. Okay. You watch for the sugar because some of those will have a fair bit of sugar. So you want to okay. decrease that, but add those electrolytes back into your water and you'll see that your body retains that water instead of flushing it completely out. Wow. So. That that was actually my next question because I was going to say when I drink too much water and I, and I explained that I'm not a really good drinker, if we can say it that way, mm -hmm. I figured what's the point of me drinking so much water if my body's going to get rid of it right away. So can you explain that again and the reason why, you know, when you drink too much water at a certain point, uh, your body just flushes it out right. right like in the next hour? <laughs> and, and that's a good question. And you'll see, though, that the body's really good at getting rid of what it doesn't need excess vitamins you know excess food <laughs> we get rid of what we don't need and right. excess water you know just to name a few but there's two things here tk one is that flushing can be very healthy for your urinary tract right it can help your kidneys as well um, certainly keeps them flushed and keeps your urinary tract clear of bacteria or at least you have mm. a fighting chance to keep your tract clear and so it's not a bad thing to increase, you know, the amount of urine that you're producing and excrete it. And, and you want it to be kind of a tinge of yellow, you know, not too much, but you want it to be almost clear. Because again, that shows that your kidneys are pushing out any of the toxins that they have in them. And it's also keeping that your urinary tract clear of that bacteria. What does that mean exactly when it's clear like water? Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? What are you supposed to look at in that situation? You want it with a tinge of yellow to clear. So you don't want that okay. dark yellow. If you're taking vitamins, this is a bit of a caveat because if you're taking vitamins, especially the B vitamins, you're gonna see that your urine is a little more orange colored. Don't worry about that. If you're not taking B vitamins or vitamins like that and it starts to look kind of yellowy, orangey and getting quite dark, that can be a serious thing. So you want to talk to your doctor about that. But if you're just changing things up and you, you happen to start taking a B complex, let's say, for example, right. be very mindful of the fact that you can see your, your urine turn a little bit orange. That's just the flushing of those vitamins that aren't being used. So there is that piece to it. But if you hold everything else stable and you're just looking at what a healthy urine should look like, you want very few particles floating around, if at all. And you want it to be at just a tinge of a nice light yellow to clear. And that you know you've got a nice healthy urinary output. But it really is important to see that because the darker the yellow, the more dehydrated you are. Again, all things held stable. Um, and that is really taxing or can be really taxing over time on our kidneys because the kidneys are working to produce any kind of liquid to then get you know, out in a urinary form. And it may potentially lead to things like kidney stones and different things, mm. and that can be really painful. So drinking enough water can also prevent that from occurring or minimize the risk mm. of that from occurring. So, so it's really important to make sure that those kidneys are functioning appropriately with water. 
that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in, listening to the whole clip. The full episode is obviously coming up in a few days time. In the meanwhile, I invite you to review this podcast or follow or share it with your friends. I mean, it doesn't cost you nothing, but it generally means the world to me. So in advance, thank you. And until next time, peace.